Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Post-tropical storm Fiona has just brought severe wind. Heavy rain left hundreds of thousands without power. In Atlantic Canada, states of emergency have been declared. In Porto Basque, Newfoundland, uh, the headline on Global News, Ocean Swallows Houses. There is now news that a woman has been swept out to sea. Uh, We're hearing more and more about uh, what Fiona has wrought. Fires, flooding, road washouts. Joining us on the program is David Neal, Environment Canada Canadian Hurricane Center meteorologist, who is in Newfoundland. David, thank you for joining us. How are you and how's the province? Uh, First of all, thanks for having me on uh, today. yeah, we're uh, we're certainly uh, certainly uh, reeling from uh, some of the the news that's coming in. Um, as it stands right now, uh, we've uh, we've seen some uh, some very significant waves and storm surge, as you mentioned, on uh, along parts of the south coast, and some very very severe uh, damaging winds with Fiona. So the storm at its intensity at its peak, what was it like? What did it bring, and did it exceed what in fact was expected? Uh, at its peak, uh, or, or, or throughout this morning, uh, in terms of wind speeds, we had uh, seen a few uh, a few peak uh, wind gusts in, in southwestern Newfoundland, uh, upwards uh, a little over 130 kilometers an hour in Port of Basque, uh, the Wreckhouse area, which is notorious for really really strong southeasterly winds, uh, actually uh, hit uh, about 177 kilometers an hour, so near 180. So, uh, very very severe winds at the peak this uh, throughout the mo- morning hours. Um, even now, uh, as the storm is continuing its uh, slow march to the north-northeast, uh, we're still seeing wind gusts in, the, in those areas in the southwestern portion of the province, um, anywhere from 120 to 140. Uh, and, we're, yeah, we're basically we're expecting that to continue really throughout the, uh, the afternoon and through the evening hours. Winds will gradually diminish, but uh, winds will stay uh, quite strong through uh, uh, through tonight uh, until uh, the, until the early morning hours tomorrow. So we've had these many states of emergency declared, more than 500,000 maritime homes and businesses without power. How does that compare to the um, recent and significant storms, the after effects of hurricanes that have hit Atlantic Canada? Uh, well, certainly uh, any time we get these um, it, it, they don't happen every year, but uh, when they do, uh, we can get some some really really severe uh, storms of tropical origin. And just to name a few, obviously we had uh, uh, Juan back in 2003 and uh, that uh, hit Nova Scotia, uh, Dorian in 2019, and then of course here in Newfoundland uh, uh, we recall uh, Igor, which uh, which if, it impacted us in 2010. And a lot of times uh, you. You do see uh, these sort of widespread effects where you have these uh, you have utility outages for uh, for uh, large populations of, of people. Uh, you have downed trees. You have road washouts uh, and 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 coastal flooding and things like that. 
but uh, yeah, for for the Port of Basque area, this is uh, this has been one for the ages, and it's a uh, uh, really really uh, uh, dire situation in in that area. But uh, certainly, uh, we're we're no stranger to these storms. As I said, they're not every year. We don't get them every season, but when we uh, but everyone every once in a while, we do get one that. Uh, uh, that that people will uh, will remember for a long time. Yeah. So, David, one of the questions people will be asking and are asking is: this the intensity of this storm? Is it at all related to climate change, or can can we be sure whether it is or isn't? Uh, at this point in time, um, I, uh, we can uh, we can go back to uh, as I mentioned some of the uh, the storms in past. Uh, in past hurricane seasons, and uh, we're no we're no stranger to these, and and we've we've received uh, these very severe storms in the past during this time of year. Uh, so as as a, as it stands right now, um, really uh, the, these things can really happen any season uh, for for uh, for the Atlantic provinces. And the season isn't over, is it? No, uh, I don't want to frighten over, people actually. unnecessarily, but but it isn't over. <laughs> No, it's not over. And uh, even looking at uh, at the tropics right now, it's uh, it's become quite active in the last uh, the last number of weeks. We just had Fiona, but we have uh, three more named tropical storms in the uh, in the Atlantic right now, and another area that's being monitored by the National Hurricane Center. So, uh, usually the peak of the, the the peak of the season is usually uh, in that early to mid September range, but certainly. Uh, you can get these storms in the late September and uh, and into October as well. So, yeah, we're certainly uh, uh, we're not done. It remains to be seen if we end up with another another storm that will come up to uh, Atlantic Canada. But uh, in terms of the overall season uh, in its entirety, no, we we still have a little ways to go yet. So remind us, please, uh, again, what the uh, future track of this storm as it decreases in intensity, but what's the track that it's going to be taking as it heads toward uh, eastern Quebec? Uh, well, basically, it's going to take, uh, um, it's uh, on its way to the, uh, more to the northeast, actually coming a little bit more closer to the island in Newfoundland. It's still expected to stay offshore uh, of the island, uh, but it is expected to continue on a northeast trajectory. It'll eventually move across the Quebec Lower North Shore uh, Sunday morning, and then eventually uh, up across uh, eastern Labrador and off the, uh, the Labrador coast by, uh, by uh, tomorrow afternoon. So uh, it's making its way along. It is weakening a little bit as it goes, but at the same time, um, we don't want to uh, give people the impression that, this, uh, that the worst is over. We, we're still seeing some very, very strong winds with this storm and still... Uh, and just to get back to some of the flooding, I do want to mention um, tides have come down. Obviously, we had high tide in the morning. We saw what what that did to uh, to the Port of Basque area um, during high tide this evening. Uh, we're not we're not out of the woods yet. There's still uh, some indication that we could still see some high water levels uh, along the south coast uh, and and a portion of the west coast okay. uh, uh, for for high tide this evening. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.